At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Tuesday edition of Final Countdown here on VEASAN. It is Matt Brown. It is Jonathan Von Tobel. It is producer Steph behind the glass. Real person, promise you. And we are going to go over what has happened last night. I don't even know. If, well, I was going to call it a game. It was a game. It was, it was, it was play. played. It was played. There was it time. Was, yep. Yes. There was lines and football and there were fans and things like that. But not much of a game really from opening kickoff. We'll take a look at these playoff odds. See how these things are shaping out. Daniel Alvaro will join us a little bit later as well. Talk all things LA as we move through, but John, let's go ahead and kick things off here. We just, well, let's get the elephant out of 65 to seven. I mean, we, this is not me doing any sort of, this is not me doing any sort of, you know, victory lap here. I would never in a million years have thought that it was going to be 65 to seven. I thought that the better team would prevail. I thought that the team that had the most talent would prevail. And I did think, trying to turn around and play on a short week for a team like TCU to get prepared for what, again, what you and I consider to be the best team in the, in all Mm -hmm. college football was going to be pretty tough. Now, what I did not think that it was going to be literally from the opening kick one way traffic and absolutely, I mean, just, you knew it was over halfway through the second quarter. Right. And and so we kind of look back at this and, you know, I make the snarky tweet. Yeah, we definitely need, we certainly need more teams in the playoffs for sure. I disagreed yeah, with your is, tweet. Yeah, I mean, this, hey, this, you know, we, we certainly need more teams in the playoffs. My point mainly being is there's like, there's three teams, maybe four every year that mm-hmm. honestly can win this thing. So, like, 
adding more teams is just going to be – there's just more games like this. But you know, whatever, from a betting standpoint, that, well, that's, that's fun. But I also remember, those teams are also going to play each other. So you're going to get a lot of tight – like there's the, the initial games, like the one eight right matchups, will be pretty lopsided or whatever it is. But there's also going to be a lot of – like the first round is going to be some closely contested contests, if you will. Mm-hmm. But to your overall point, like, look, this is – we kind of saw this coming to a certain extent. The line told you what the gap was here. It's a national championship game that was near a two-score spread. <laughs> um, and, like, TCU's a great story. But at the same time, right, like, they were severely out-talented in this game, as mm-hmm. we all kind of knew, and that eventually played out. Do I – am I – did I make a smart bet in betting this under? Like, I feel like I had the right idea. I just didn't expect Georgia to score 65 points on their own. That's a smart set still, right? I still I get it, credit for that. It is there was no way for you to think that this <laughs> right. was going to and, and and here here's the thing. I mean, like people are gonna say, I saw, you know, some of the stuff start to roll in of uh how you running up the score and all it's like they gave they gave a curtain call to their quarterback with fourteen minutes left in the fourth quarter. Right. I mean, like it wasn't even like they left they pulled the guy out the whole a whole quarter in advance. It was it's, just the second team was just marching up and down the that's field. That's also this is my one old school thought process. Like, okay, so first off, it's a national championship game. Okay. Yeah. Second off, you don't like it, stop it. Like that's like yeah. that's the it's the very basic concept. And it's not like they were out there like scheming up some super dramatic stuff. Like they were just getting their you know what's handed to them throughout this entire game. No, like they weren't really running it up. I mean, I will say maybe a thought crossed my mind, like stop it, like the second yes, you know it went yes, over the total yes, because yeah. I was like, all right, we get it. You don't need to keep doing this. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> right, you proved it. Just kneel it out the rest of the way. We're all fine. Uh, but no, like there's no running it up. It's a national championship game. If you don't like it, stop it. It's Division One football on the grandest stage with the championship on the line. Just uh, enough with that. You're getting the younger kids some experience. You, if they if you can't tackle the younger kids, it is what right. it is. Yep. You know, I mean, like what what, what are they supposed to do? In all this, so as we uh, as we wrap things up, of course, yes, they covered the even. I mean, I think at some books it ballooned up to fourteen. I think right yep. before right before kick, so it got to the full two touchdowns. You kind of called that yesterday when we were seeing that the twelves went away pretty early in the day. Twelve and a halfs went away pretty early in the day. As we were sitting here on air, the last twelve and a half was sitting at DraftKings. It was gone. Had moved to thirteen. Then by the time we get off air, uh, all the thirteens had turned to thirteen and a half. So it seemed like it was heading. Towards the 14, of course they cover that, and then again the the 65 put up by Georgia alone covers the oh. the total. TCU only putting up seven, but and the seven on a broken play, like that yes. was it. You know what I mean? Like it was it wasn't even like a a well played drive or anything like that. It was just a busted cover. I did see some of the. Uh, I did see, I guess a lot of the algorithms were on the same page last night as the game got a little bit later in the total was posted at 72 and a half yeah. and then the miss extra point like that didn't that didn't get it there so again there was at least some drama actually last night for some betters out there because it uh the the a lot of the algorithms had spit out a 72 and a half live total and yeah the miss extra point by the Georgia kicker does not get that home I mean and look I mean I had it I ultimately I moved it to the secondary screen mm-hmm. with no sound right but I was still watching because I needed mm-hmm. that total to come yeah. home and obviously it didn't but still that can be entertained throughout this entire thing and also generally so you know I do this on the live bet Saturday yeah. shows we do a lot, a lot of live betting Matt what you'll generally see too is in blowouts right when teams have like such a big lead the algorithms for the in-game betting the total will still keep climbing not really factoring in the, hey, at some point they're going to take yes. the foot off the pedal aspect of yeah. this deal. That did not happen here. <laughs> right. But like generally you can right. kind of attack that in that angle, which is like there's a lot of the times it's an angle that I like to use. If there's a lot of scoring and it's a lopsided affair, you're actually looking to bet this thing under because at some point the air will be taken out and this thing will stop and the team that's winning 
Well, you would think eventually take yeah. it easy. Not the case here. So we are, we are, you know, listen, in the era of which we don't have to wait for new odds to get posted anymore. They are up almost instantly. Georgia is your favorite. No shock. Plus 275 to win the title next year. Alabama at 5-1. to one. Ohio State is 8-1. to one. Michigan 10-1. to one. USC 14. Clemson 14. LSU 18. Tennessee comes in at 20, as does Florida State. Texas 22. Notre Dame 25. Penn State 28. Oregon 30. Utah 40. Now, I could sit here and I could wax poetic about why I think there might be value on some of these teams that are a little bit further down the board, but... JVT, you take a look, and I, I kind of made this little snarky tweet last night as well. I was like, hey, don't worry about it, guys. Georgia only had the number two recruiting class this year, yeah. the number three the year before that, the number three the year before that, and the number two the year before that. So uh, don't worry about it. It's, yeah, the talent's going away. No, it's 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 going to be Georgia. It's going to be Alabama. Ohio State and Michigan will have something to say about that somewhere along the way. But it's not going. the power is not going to change in the next couple of years anyway. Right. Like I think when you're looking at odds like this, I mean, at this point right now, I think what you're trying to do is make the case of, can I take this team and can they get to the to the final four? And you can kind right? of start then, to yep. yeah, hedge off. So yeah. like the two thing, the two teams that really stick out to me, Matt, there are Florida state. I think mm-hmm. Florida state's going to be very good next year. They have a lot of returning talent that includes Jordan Travis. He's going to be a Heisman contender in uh, a, in an ACC that frankly, I don't think is outside of Clemson going to be very good as we look yeah. at it as a whole. Um, and so I think Florida state at a 20 to one price or better would be worth putting in the pocket and filing away. And Penn State, too. Like, Penn State, I think, has they have quite a few guys coming back. There's a lot of good returning talent. Yes, you still have to deal with Ohio State and Michigan in that conference. What if uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh leaves? How yeah. much does that downgrade Michigan to any extent? Like, I think those are the two that I would rather put in my pocket right now with Florida State being the one that I would like the most. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Florida State because that was actually going to be where I started with these odds because it's a tale of two different teams, even though it's the same game. LSU and Florida State kick off the season next year mm-hmm. against each other in o- yeah, over huh? over in Orlando, and they are likely both to be top ten ranked teams. Yep. The Stuart Mandel put out his way too early top twenty five today. He had LSU at four. He had Florida State at five. It could be literally a top five matchup maybe um, by the time that this thing kicks off. Now LSU could win that game, and LSU still has to navigate an SEC schedule and make it through yep. an SEC championship game and all that. So I don't think that there's necessarily oh you need to put an LSU ticket in there. However, Florida State wins that game. The 20-to-1s are going to be gone forever because, again, navigating through their schedule is going to be much, much easier than it is from an LSU standpoint. So I do believe that, like you like you just mentioned, a, a Florida State ticket, I, I rarely advocate, like, oh, you need to get something in, like, you know, before things kick off because I typically think that the number might get better. But given the game that they're going to kick off the season with, that number is never going to come back up should they win that game against yep. LSU. And, and here's the thing, too. Like, when you're looking around this board as well, the other thing that kind of sticks out, like USC announced, I think it was today, that they're going to bring back Alex Grinch, the defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was all his fault. Mm-hmm. But when you when you essentially say, yeah, you know what, 114th in the country in EPA per play defensively against FBS opponents, that's okay with us. Yeah. Like, US, there's too much volatility there. USC, I think, offensively, as we know, is going to be incredible. Caleb Williams is freaking awesome. This offense is going to be one of the best in the country. Do you trust this team to navigate through an entire schedule with the defense that they have? And, look, they're going to recruit, and their defense should be maybe talent-wise a little bit better. I just don't know if I trust that they're going to take that step forward and that you're going to sit on 14-1 to when there's losable games on that schedule and you can get maybe, and I don't even know if it would be a better price considering one right. loss might knock you out. But still, kind of understand where I'm going with there. So I think those two are generally Florida State and Penn State, the ones that you really want to circle. Yeah, you look you look at this, and, and, and you know, plus 275, people are going to say, dude, there's just – there's just no way. 
I don't know if you're going to get a better number on Georgia. Right. It's like it's one of those weird oh. things where – Have you I, seen their opponents for next year? Yeah, yeah. for one, the for schedule – yes, the schedule is an absolute joke. I mean, the schedule – I mean, and listen – these schedules are made years and years and years in advance. There was no way to know that, like, you know, Auburn was going to be down. and Because, you know, they, the, how the SEC does, you rotate the East opponents with the West opponents and things like that. And so they just happened to get a, a very, 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 very uh, easy West opponent schedule as well with all of how this. About this? And, yeah. This schedule. UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB. They got Trent Dilfer. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Auburn, Kentucky, at Vanderbilt. Versus Florida and Jacksonville, then Missouri, Ole Miss at Tennessee at Georgia Tech. Yes, That's Georgia's schedule. They're West, yeah, their West teams being Ole, Ole Miss and, and uh, Auburn this year, they just so incredibly lucky. And with all that, and so you look, and like, yes, Jalen Carter's gone. Keely Ringo's going to be gone. McIntosh's going to be gone. Of course, Stetson Bennett moves on to the old folks' home after this. But you still have Carson Beck, who's going to come in, and he's going to start at quarterback. Yep. And they still have, I mean, Bowers, Edwards, Milton, McConkey, all those, all those guys are coming back. Literally, I mean, like all those guys are coming back. And so – it's going to be another truck of a team. If someone said, hey, I want to put in a bunch of money on a plus 275 on Georgia, I'm not going to talk you off of it right. because it's like they're going to be there. It's just can they get it done? You know, Can they win the mm-hmm. whole thing? I mean, yep. they're, they're going to be there. They're going to be in the mix when it all comes down to it. So it's, uh, it, it's one of those deals where the rich get richer, and you know, we will, we maybe, maybe we'll see some parity a little bit further down the line as these NIL deals start to mature and things like that and some of these teams start to – really get, find some of these boosters who will come in and steal some of these five stars away and stuff. But as we sit right now, the balance of power is still going to be Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, all the, all the familiar faces that you know each and every year. When we come back, we'll run through the NFL news and notes of the week, see if any of the lines have moved due to that. And, of course, a little bit later, we'll talk to Danielle Alvar. We'll also talk to JVT here about the NBA slate tonight, see what he thinks about that. Come on back here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair pl- I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you are a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. At Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. It is VSIN. I'm Matt Brown. This is Jonathan Von Tobel to my right and behind the glass. We do have producer Steph, real person. Promise you, we are looking, breaking news, commanders part ways with offensive coordinator Scott Turner. So he is no longer employed. Fire that in my model. By the, yes, by the, by the commanders. And here's the, the big question with all of this is the offensive coordinator, the, whoever they end up hiring, who is going to be quarterbacking this team whenever he comes and he takes over this team. I mean, you look. You've got Terry McLaurin. You've got Jahan Dodson. You've got like some decent playmakers. You've got a running back stable where you have multiple different guys that you can kind of turn to. There should be at least a tick up in the defensive side of things next year. Chase Young didn't play the majority of the season. So like there, there are some things I think that might lead you to believe that the commanders could be in heading in, in the right direction. But really it's, it's a job in which if I don't know who the quarterback is going to be and what their plan is at quarterback, I do wonder what that offensive coordinator really can do because I, I can't imagine Sam Howell did enough in the one little start for them right. to think that he's the dude. But the problem with not turning to him earlier, JVT, is the fact that he did do like just enough to where you're curious, but you don't you right. don't know. Like you don't have any idea. I mean, I think so. I've seen some of the global shops in terms of what they've hung mm-hmm. up there. I'm I'm actually really surprised that the commanders are so far down on the list for Derek Carr's next spot, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's I look, knowing what I have known and and just seeing the way the guy is and everything like that, I think New York would be a nightmare for Carr, right? right. From in terms of media and all that kind of stuff, but 
like a, a spot like Washington where it would be a very good, like it's almost, it's somewhat similar, right? To the New York Jets, where it's a defensive oriented team, a team that can convince itself in a division that is winnable, that it's a quarterback away from being a lot more competitive. Like I would think a spot like, like Washington would be pretty good for the commanders. And even then at 16, I mean, who knows again, how the draft shakes out. I mean, you're still in a spot where maybe, like you said, did you get a lot in the last game? Maybe not in terms of what you're thinking about the quarterback of the future. What if you're in a position to draft a Will Levis, like a Derek Carr, right. Will Levis combo developing him going forward? I think it'd be pretty attractive to a team like yeah. that if they can pull it off. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that what's the most interesting thing for me in the draft, and of course we'll talk about this a ton over the next four months, is what team is going to and when – is that team going to pull the trigger on Anthony Richardson? Because yep. it is, it is, you know, listen, you listen to all these guys that are huge, 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 huge draft quarterback guru, things like that. And I, they know infinitely more than I will ever know who say he's the type of guy because of what he possesses that you take the gamble on basically because yeah. of the rocket arm, the stuff he can do with his legs and all the stuff. And, you know, there is at least some similarities to the Josh Allen thing where it's like, ah, but he makes bad decisions sometimes and his accuracy sometimes and kind of the same stuff we heard from Josh Allen. Josh Allen went and worked with uh, Jordan Palmer over there and basically was able to, you know, figure some stuff out with his mechanics and whatnot, became one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think Josh Allen probably made Anthony Richardson an incredible amount of money because he's probably a guy that even four years ago would have been mm -hmm. a third round guy to where someone goes, no, he's a project. You take him in the third round, you can sit him for a couple of years and now you can't wait that long. You got to take him in the first. And so that's kind of the interesting thing for me. So this, again, so you can, yeah, I know you enjoy it. I love draft season. Mm -hmm. It's freaking awesome. Uh, it's already began uh, PFF's latest mock draft that came out. I think yesterday had Anthony Richardson as the third quarterback taken seventh overall. So, and there it is. There, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and there it to is. your point, yeah. uh, in terms of a team just taking a flyer and developing him and whatever that's going to be. I don't know if he's going to go top 10. Right. That seems pretty incredible given what we know. Um, and also, they had Will Levis as the second quarterback taken off the board. So, well, here, so th this is a perfect transition into kind of some of this news that's been coming out where, you know, Ryan Poles, the, the Bills, I mean, the uh, Bears general manager has said, you know, listen. They are open to taking a quarterback with the first <gasps> overall pick. JVT and I were talking about this uh, before we came on air, and of course this is something we need to bring up here. Silly season is going to begin when it comes to the draft right now. So take uh, almost everything that you hear with a grain of salt because mm -hmm. you have to throw smoke screens. These guys, especially some of these mock drafts, now not – PFF, for example, I think those guys, you know, are, are, are pretty well respected. But there's a lot of mock drafts out there, specifically in these like kind of fringe sites and stuff, mm -hmm. where guys are going to put wacky picks out there because they want the clicks and they want like a headline. And like, oh, it's kind of the whole no publicity is bad publicity type thing where even if someone's retweeting, going like, this guy's a moron or whatever. Well, it doesn't matter because like he's getting clicks and he's you know doing doing his job and so we'll do our best to try and decipher along the way which ones we truly believe in which guys we feel are sharp which guys we feel are just doing it for the clicks which guys kind of have a bead on, on on what's going on here you and I were saying this look what what else is he supposed to say he right. he owns the number one pick and so you don't want it to make it you don't want to make it look like we don't want the pick like, like because then your the price for that pick goes down it's like no, no no we covet this pick we might take Bryce Young if you want Bryce Young you really better come with a great offer because we might take him you know I mean yep. that's what you got to do and, and and by the way, so the mock draft I'm referencing as well, 
Uh, the first overall pick was Bryce Young to the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. They mocked the trade there. Mm. Like, I think that is, if you're the Chicago Bears, the Colts are the one team you're really picking at here mm. to try to get to move up because it's the shortest thing. But if it's anybody else who wants to move up, you don't do that. Like, yeah. You want to make it seem like you're going to use that to your point. And the other thing is, let's say it's like realistically when you're talking about the Justin Fields, you're like, if they were in a position to do that, they're going to diminish the value. You're going to get back on Justin yeah. Fields. So you got to play the game. At the end of the day, like what makes the most sense generally makes the most sense. Yep. And like these teams are going to do it. There is an incredible amount of hours that was spent today talking about this, where guys are going to try and convince you that they would actually take Justin Field. I mean, they would actually take Bryce Young with the number one, number one overall pick. I can assure you they will not. They are going to trade that pick. They are not a Bryce Young away from being good. That's no. the difference. No. They need a bunch of players. They need guys on the offensive side. They need guys on the defensive side. This is not a team that is one quarterback away from actually competing, whereas I do believe the Colts, on the other hand, could be pretty competitive with with a competent quarterback given what they have on both sides of the ball. That is not the case with the Bears. It is by far in their best interest to trade out of that, accumulate picks, maybe even a player or two or something like that along the way to where you can actually build for something maybe two years from now. They have the most cap room in the NFL, $100 million. So you can actually do something if you're in Chicago, but you're not – a Bryce Young away from competing. So again, there's going to be a lot of talking heads who want to try to convince you that they are actually considering this. They are not. You got to um, you got to give Jeff Saturday a quarterback to build around as they move forward into the Jeff Saturday era. <laughs> this is you know? I, I, this is the next headline we're getting to here. I mean, of course, Chris Ballard did come out and say that they'll do whatever it takes to trade up if they got if they feel that there's a quarterback worth taking in the draft. There is, by the way, is. and so yes, I mean, there better they, be. Let's yes, say that. The, there there is a quarterback worth taking. Might be even two or three in in worth taking in this draft. And so they will be looking at the quarterback position for sure. And then you said you even heard kind of through the grapevine and some of the some of the stuff on Twitter about, you know, that Jeff Saturday, and we mentioned it yesterday on the show, that it was a real consideration that he might get the job in Indy. And I, I guess that's actually true. We thought that maybe this was just like, you know, reporters saying some things to it. And that apparently there's some truth to it. According to one report from the NFL Network, um, and I'll actually I'll pull up the man's name mm-hmm. so I can uh, give him credit for it. Uh, this offseason for Chris Ballard, before we start to get to the draft, is not about um, helping find a head coach. It's about convincing, <laughs> and this is Jim Trotter of the NFL yeah. Network reported this, it's about convincing Jim Irsay not to hire Jeff Saturday. Apparently, right. Irsay is infatuated with the idea of hiring Jeff Saturday as head coach of the Indianapolis Colts because nothing says success like having a worse record in the interim than the guy that you were fired for, right? right. Nothing says success like that. Or blowing a game in which you had multiple fourth <laughs> and longs to ice the contest, and ultimately you did not. Nothing says a bright future like what happened with Jeff Saturday over the final eight games of the regular season. So, man, uh, that's frankly, that'd be embarrassing if that's going to be the case. Um, and that would obviously put, if they do go and get Bryce Young, mm-hmm. that would put Bryce Young behind the eight ball in terms of his it development really as an NFL quarterback. It really, really would. And so, I, I, I mean, I hope for, for that sake it's not. But we mentioned this on the show yesterday. You mentioned it. I do want to say it again if you're joining us for the first time. There will be props put up at some point as to which position – as to which team drafts a certain player, which position a team will take in the draft for their first pick, et cetera, et cetera. You and I are both convinced the Colts are taking a quarterback one way or another. Now, whether they get up to one, whether they get up to two, whatever it is, you know, how some way, shape, or form, they are going to take a quarterback in this draft. It will be one of the first bets I put in as soon as that market goes live. And I think that it is a pretty good spot, too, where you might be able to come in on the Bears and put in for them to take a defensive player as well because there's no wide receiver that really has the grade to kind of go in that top five-ish range or something, but they would be able to 
we assume accumulate multiple picks and things like that, and they would take a, a receiver later. So I, I would also put in kind of a defensive player on the Chicago side of things. Of course, we know there's some massive defensive guys that are coming out that might be game changers. Can I also add, too, mm-hmm. I would say as often as you can, check these sites like every day where you mm-hmm. have like – because they'll throw stuff up with obviously without announcing it. So you want to check almost daily now that we're getting into draft season, which markets start to get posted and whatnot. Out here in Vegas, they won't do anything. Yeah, we'll, just we'll, post we'll, it, we'll get you know, like the day before. 36 hours but, in advance. But if you're rest of the country, right, in some of these <laughs> online books, I would say it would behoove you to just check the NFL draft tab, I think, every single mm-hmm. day to see what new markets get popped up because you could you know, jump on something pretty early. Yeah, and, and again, they're, they're going to move rapidly as well because yep. people are like people like us are going to be looking for them. So be sure and, and make sure and beat us to it. If you possibly can, when we come back, we are going to touch base with our girl over in L.A., Danielle Alvari. will give us the insight on the, you know, the Lakers, the, the Clippers, and everything else, all California. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of $9.99 American. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap. Top plays made by VEASAN hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits. Let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all of the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe today for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. This is VEASAN. I am Matt Brown. That is Jonathan Von Tobel. And joining us here, someone that used to be on this desk with me just a couple of short years ago, now over in L.A., getting it done big time, courtside at all the UCLA games, going to all the Hollywood parties and things. I see on the Instagram, it's like her and Johnny Depp and the all the, yeah, and the Brad Pitts and all the things like that, just doing all the stuff over in Hollywood. It is Danielle Alvari. Uh, yeah, is it still kosher to hang out with Johnny Depp? I don't know. I thought we haven't seen him since the trial. But also, by the way, the VEASAN Pro subscription, mine ran out this morning. I had to email oh. Bill. I said, oh, no. Bill, I can't get in. I tried to start my handicapping. I was trying to look at JVT's article. Couldn't get to it. So uh, get the well, VEASAN Pro subscription. It's actually because it. he's behind a uh, super paywall now. If yeah. you want if you want JVT I'm stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to start doing the super follows we don't on even Twitter. Get it. So, you know, <laughs> you want to do that? It's, uh, the super but, paywall, it is $19.99 and supposed to the $9.99. If you, you have want a super JVT follow stuff. thing by by the way, you're you're less of a human. I'll just put it that way. Uh, Danielle, I'll send you the account that I have because I think it's one that I think 20 of us here at Vison actually all use uh, because I constantly get kicked out of it. So, yeah, just send there you that. There you go. Yeah, well, look, we've got oh, it. good. Okay, we have a team account. Danielle, before we get into the games that you uh, that, that you do have action on tonight, how, how long did you make it into the national championship last night? Be, be honest oh, before you flipped it off. Come on. At I least turn the sound dinner, off. So I was... I like jumped in in the first quarter. I left at halftime. I came back. I really was just trying to come back to see my overhead. So I pretty much saw the first quarter, saw a lot of the second quarter, decided not to watch it anymore, and then came back at the end of the third quarter. So hoping that I was going to see this overhead, and it did obviously with the first touchdown of the fourth quarter. So once I saw that, I was pretty much out. So let's take a look here over in the NBA. We are going to talk your Clippers, or maybe it's your Lakers. I don't know. Maybe whatever. We'll call it your Clippers. Anyway, the Mavs, we know there's a bunch of – My local team. Yes, there's a bunch of wondering tonight about the health of some of the guys that are going in this game. What do you like in this one? 
Yeah, I mean, that's the issue right now. This is a really weird time to bet NBA. I don't know if JVT feels this way as well. It feels like the motivations are a little off, and obviously there's a lot of teams where players are out, and then the trade deadline's coming up. But with this Mavs-Clippers matchup, I think that this uh, is not shocking to see that it's flipped here with Mavs minus one and a half. This was three and a half last night. I took plus three and a half with the Mavs. Obviously, you can't take that now. I know Luka was questionable for them. Now they've had that flip. Luke Kennard out for the Clippers is huge. Paul George, of course, as well. Um, so for me, obviously, I got Mavs plus three and a half at this point. I still think this is playable at Mavs minus one and a half. Uh, Dallas, of course, on road trip right now. I believe their second stop just came up short against the Pelicans. Uh, but they've won eight of their last 10 games overall. They've kind of been climbing the standings quietly in the Western Conference to the point where when I was looking at this game, I thought I haven't really been betting the Mavs a lot uh, and I haven't really been paying close attention to them. If anything, it's just been what Luka's been doing. Uh, meanwhile, the Clippers have lost six straight. They're four and two to the under in those six games and 0 oh and five. ATS in their last five games and the Mavs haven't been really covering either they've covered one of their last five they've been winning but not covering I still like the Mavs in this spot even on the road I'd also point out too um, I don't know what it is I think it stems back to the bubble series Luka Doncic hates the Los Angeles Clippers uh, it seems how about these averages for him against Los Angeles 31.7 points 8.5 rebounds and eight assists per game on 48 percent shooting from the floor so Luka Doncic absolutely eats them alive in Avicii Zubac. Daniel, big picture, like I was writing about this the other day, it seems like it's always like two steps forward, five steps back for the Clippers, right? Right. Yeah. They look really good for a stretch, and then all of a sudden health starts to deteriorate. In this Western Conference and overall when you look at this team, what are your big picture expectations? There's no reason that they can't be performing better, especially when you look at the rest of the Western Conference. I mean, you look at the Phoenix Suns and how bad they're struggling right now and how many players are missing for them. And then you see the Warriors and the fact that they're really only trying at home. So there's a lot of room for the Clips to come up and actually make a push for this. And yet they can't seem to get it together all at the same time. And it's not similar to the Lakers situation where they actually have older players who aren't working together and can't play defense. They have these role players that had so much time last year and yet still can't figure this out. Even with Ty Lue at the helm, I think is the most frustrating thing. I think they have the coach, they have the talent. So why can't they put this together all at the same time? And maybe it does come together here at the end. It's similar really to what we've been saying year over year with the Clippers is if they can put it together, they can win the Western conference, but will they still worth pointing out to the media polling today at the midway point, Matt, mm -hmm. uh, the fourth, uh, when they were asked, you know, team that is set up to win the NBA finals this year, they only got 3% of the vote, but the Clippers were the fourth choice. Yeah, you've been beating the drum for quite a while. I, mean, I think there's reason. Danielle spoke to it. Mm -hmm. There's reason to think that if they mm -hmm. put it together, there's stretches where they look great and uh, yeah. stretches where they don't because of health. So we'll see if that's going to be, uh, if that's going to be the case. We got nine o'clock Eastern six Pacific, the Cavs and the jazz. The Cavaliers are two and a half point road favorites over the jazz Two twenty-six and a half is the total in this one. I actually do have a play in this one. So I'm curious as to what, uh, what you got going on. So I grabbed Cavs to cover minus two and a half here. This is going to be the first game back for obviously ex jazz guard, Donovan Mitchell, who's been doing incredible with the Cavs. Uh, and meanwhile, if you want to know how the jazz are doing 10 and 20 straight up in their last 30. Now, meanwhile, their offense has actually been very good. They've been averaging almost 120 points per game recently, but their defense has just been abysmal, giving up just about the same amount, 121 points per game. But the Cavs, as we know, best scoring defense in the NBA, giving up just over 106 points per game. And the Jazz, meanwhile, most importantly, will be shorthanded. Colin Sexton, their third leading scorer, is going to be out. That's a big hit for them. Um, so I have Cavs to cover this minus two and a half. And I could see this going under 226 and a half just because of the missing of Colin Sexton, not necessarily because there's going to be incredible defense coming from the Jazz. Um, 
but I could see this going under. And also, it would be fun to play some Donovan Mitchell props here. It's not always fun to play like the leading guy props because they're usually inflated. You're not getting the best number, but this might be the spot to do it. Is that where you went? Donovan Mitchell revenge angle or what? It's his first trip no, back I'm, to I'm Salt going, Lake City. I'm going Cavs minus two and a half. Matt, what do you have? I, I played the over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I played the over. Okay. Okay. JVT, uh, are you worried about Sexton at all for that? No, I don't think so. Not really. I think because because okay. I think the mat the, the path you're going down is the Jazz don't really play that much defense at all and like to run and, it, they, and whatever it, you know. I mean, it, like, you know, that's what you're it. trying to go for yeah, there. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Yeah. And if Donovan Mitchell pours in a revenge, by the way, I laid I laid three with the Cavaliers, so I am yeah. in on the side with you um, at a half point worse. But it's that and my angle generally too uh, that I guess might hurt the over. Mm. Um, I look to play teams that can rebound effectively. Against the Utah mm-hmm. Jazz, they're a very good offensive rebounding team. Cavs can do that. They have the mm-hmm. size up front to kind of clean up the glass that allows the Jazz to score as many points as they do. But I think to your point, it, we could get not as extreme, obviously, but a scenario like last night where the winning team does most of the damage for you and uh, pushes this thing over the total. Yeah, Jazz, and, and I mean, just looking at, I mean, at some of the splits and stuff like that, Jazz score pretty well at home as mm-hmm. well and all things. So, you know, whatever. It's, it's not a huge play. Listen, I wanted some action tonight. It kind of is what it is. Danielle, let's go to the NFL and let's talk the 49ers. Of course, they are big, big favorites this week over the Seattle Seahawks. We are sitting nine and a half or 10 right now. Looks like a juice nine and a half or you can get a cheap 10. Totals of 43 in that one. What do you see here? Uh, I grabbed this at 10 initially. Mm-hmm. I know that it's a kind of a tricky number, obviously, here in a wild card spot. But I think that there's no reason to believe that the 49ers aren't the best team uh, on this side of the bracket here. I mean, Brock Purdy has been doing everything right. 10 touchdown passes and just 150 pass attempts. Only two picks in his last five games. The Niners have the momentum, right? They've won 10 in a row, scored at least 31 points in seven of those 10 games. And it's not like the Seahawks defense is going to overwhelm that at all. That's a bottom five defense for me. And the Seahawks kind of slid into playoffs here, really only made it thanks to the Lions. Um, Geno Smith, I will say, has surprised us all season long. Obviously set single season franchise records in just about every category attempts, completions, yards, you name it. But nevertheless, I still think that offense on its best day is not going to do well against this Niners defense. Uh, The last time the Seahawks played them, they scored only 20 points in the last two games. Um, They haven't beaten a team with a winning record since week eight. So I think it's Niners here, and I think they can get this done by two touchdowns. Usually Super Bowl MVP, Brandon Ayuk. Yes, uh, there it is. With the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Jags, Chargers, what do you got here? This is floating around a pick between these two, Danielle. We got our last 60 with you. Uh, I'm still trying to decide on this one, to be honest with you. I keep looking at this game, uh, and I want to bet the Chargers, but Brandon Staley is making that very difficult for me. I'm still trying to figure out what was going on. They were the number five seed in the AFC playoffs, no matter what happened in Week 18. And yet you have your starters through the third quarter. You have Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, and Kenneth Murray all getting banged up. Why? I don't know. Now you have the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, at least notably, has been struggling a little bit in the red zone. Really low-scoring game for them to punch their ticket into this wild card weekend. Uh, and also looking back to week three, the chargers lost 38 to 10 to the Jags. Uh, they have won eight of the past nine games before that Staley makes me nervous. Cause I don't know what decisions he's going to make here, but maybe Justin Herbert has some heroics. So I lean chargers here, but I don't know if they should be favored. Yeah. I, 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 I played the Jags. I, I hate yeah. Brandon Staley. He's, he's, he's no longer my friend. <laughs> he, he, he's no longer my friend. Find Danielle over in the TikTok streets. Find her over there. She's TikToking just about every day. I think. Multiple times a day? How many times are you TikToking? I don't know. I've lost track. Ah, she's TikToking all over. Don't forget Pro Tip Twitter, Fridays. Twitter machine at Danielle Alvari as well. Thanks for the time, Danielle.
Thanks, guys. We're going to run through the full NBA slate with our resident NBA expert who's on the desk with me, Jonathan Von Tobel, when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The segment of VEASAN Final Countdown is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouch. It's a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most of these things are too complicated. Don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Six simple ingredients, tobacco leaf free, and up to one hour of satisfaction per pouch by Zen Online. Or find a store near you at zen.com. That is Z-Y-N.com today. Matt Brown, Jonathan Von Tobel here on the desk. Jonathan Von Tobel is our resident 
NBA expert at VEASAN. You can go and find his work at VEASAN.com each and every day. You can also listen to the Hardwood Handicappers podcast in which he, and sometimes Midland Bidlin, is he always on there just once? Uh, at the end of the week on okay. Thursdays. Uh, we uh, couldn't get together last week, but he's back this week, and we have a new episode out today. It's just me yeah. uh, today, but Kelly's back on Thursday. So you sometimes get Midland Bidlin, who you may have heard in the previous uh, show here on the network, but it is an awesome way to kind of get your condensed version of what's going on in the NBA and John does a great job with that. And fortunately, he's here on the desk with us today to run through the slate seven Eastern. We got the Pistons and the 76ers. This is 13 and a half in favor of the Sixers. You can find anywhere from 224 and a half to 225 and a half with the total in this one. Again, one of these big double digit spreads here, JVT, with the Sixers, uh, one of the better teams in the NBA. Yeah, but common theme for a couple of these mm-hmm. games is going to be injuries, and there are lots on both sides here. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid popped up as questionable. Remember, he's been dealing with foot soreness. Uh, so that is in, maybe an issue here. Uh, might be on the floor for them, but you always want to double check. I mean, I sh- and I should say, I phrase that a little bit differently. He has been upgraded to questionable, so it does right. sound like he's going to play. Right. Um, so we'll see, you know, what that is from a minute standpoint. If there's a restriction, it's a foot issue, so you don't know. On the other end is where it's important. Uh, Jalen Duran not going to play. He's got an ankle issue. Uh, for those who don't know, Duran's been freaking awesome in his rookie year, and they've been pairing him up with Isaiah Stevens as part of this like dual big lineup that has worked really well for them. So if he's not going to be out there, it's a pretty big blow for the Pistons. So. That is, I think, the reason why you've seen this. P.J. Tucker not going to be out there. And I thought, so Danielle brought up, you know, about this like this time of year. The angle that I thought she was going to bring up, but she didn't, which is very much worth noting because P.J. Mm-hmm. Tucker is out with an illness. You don't know how many times around this time of the year you'll see guys pop up on injury reports and not play because of illness. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it is going around. It is flu season. It makes these injury reports pretty volatile. So always just keep that in mind. Those things are going to pop up quite a bit around this time of year. It really has so far. Uh, and uh, this game is no different because Tucker – he is probable, but did pop up with an illness. Remember, we saw a situation, too, where guys pop up with illness, start the game, and then end up not finishing because right. not being able to play. I think it was Anthony Davis a few weeks back that that happened with. So just keep it in mind. The the sniffles, they're going around. Yes, yes. Uh, pretty it's much. sniffle season. Yeah. And uh, yes. I, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I feel like theoretically as an athlete that runs up and down the floor, your respiratory system is important. I would say that. that right, right? Be, yeah, yes, maybe. I would say that that definitely would be, would be pretty. <laughs> well, important. I don't, there was like two games ago where I don't know if you saw Luka Doncic was on the side, like he was sitting there just <laughs> like coughing <laughs> in the middle of the game, and everyone was like, "I don't think." I think it was the Celtics game. Like, I don't think this guy should play, and he's just sitting there. <laughs> he's fine. So we do have a game in which you were talking about, you know, injury situation. We've got the Thunder and the Heat. The Heat are two two and a half point home favorites here. Two twenty two, two twenty two twenty two and a half. The total. No Tyler Hero, no Bam Adebayo, and no Kyle Lowry tonight yeah. for the Heat. Yeah, and that's and that's obviously that's why you see this. Look, the Heat are actually a team that I think I'm going to be right and wrong on. I was right in the sense of maybe playing playing them under their win total. They're very mm-hmm. much trending to clinching under their win total. Wrong in that the rest of the division stunk uh, so bad that they're probably still going to win this thing. And they're starting to play better basketball because they are starting to get healthier. Now, today is not a very good example of that, as you mentioned. But you want them. Their their lineups with Jimmy Butler, namely Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo on the floor together, are elite. They're freaking awesome. They're outscoring opponents by about 8 to 9 points per 100 possessions. They're very good. And those are the times when you want to bet uh, Miami. And they're not like an overtly like oversized team. I think that's one of the weaknesses for Oklahoma City. Bigger teams that kind of beat them up on the boards. They've had some trouble with. And can I just say, this is part of the handicap, the Harvard mm. Handicappers episode today, Matt. Yes. Sneaky buyer, because the trade deadline's coming up in a month. So okay. this is the important time here. Mm-hmm. Sneaky buyer at the trade deadline. Not a big name, but watch out for Oklahoma City. They are one and a half games out of the uh, play-in right now. 
They have a ton of assets. And as I discussed today on the podcast, there's a great market out there, and it's DraftKings, uh, our mm. corporate overlords. You can get them at 10 to 1 to participate in the West play in. It means you just got to get into it. Oh. It means you just got to be there and you cash in. You on could it. limp in. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. As, long as, in, doesn't as matter. long as you got a 10, yeah. a 9, an 8, or a 7 next mm. to your name, all you got to do is participate. And if the Thunder, who again are only one and a half games out, and you see that ATS record, a wildly competitive and young team who maybe you just want to get them a little bit of run, unlike some high leverage games. You ship off one of the many assets you have to pull in a guy that would just raise your ceiling, get one of those centers I'm talking about that maybe you need. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing that out there. Oklahoma City might be a sneaky buy candidate here in a month. We'll see if that's going to be the case, but 10-1 to 1 to participate in the West play-in. 7.30 Eastern, Hornets in the Raptors. The Raptors are 7.5 to 8-point favorites in this one, 228.5 to 229 is your total. Wasn't much of a contributor this season anyway. Otto Porter did go yeah. undergo season-ending surgery on his foot for the Raptors today, so he will no longer be in the rotation there. Uh, no, and yeah. like, like you said, he hadn't been actually, mm-hmm. so he'd been hurt and not a really big deal. I think so. I, the one thing I wrote about here, which is very important in this matchup, um, it is transition, right? It, like The Raptors, they are a relatively poor offensive team in the half court, but they can get up and down. They can run relatively well. Uh, They can defend pretty well in transition. That's all the Charlotte Hornets want to do. The sneaky thing about Charlotte is, like, you want to play them, Matt, against teams that turn the ball over a lot because the the Hornets' whole MO, because they suck at Mm. everything. But they're a top team in forcing turnovers, and they are one of the best teams in transition offense off of turnovers. The key here is the Raptors are actually the best offensive team in terms of turnovers. They don't commit any. And I think that's what kind of kills the Hornets. So we haven't seen this really move. It's seven and a half at the open. It's seven and a half right now. The Raptors aren't really playing particularly good basketball. So I don't think you're really jumping at seven and a half, but that is a matchup that I think really works in the Raptors favor. And one that I think would ultimately, if you're twisting my arm, I would say Raptors are nothing here. Cavs and the Jazz talked about this last segment, but for those just joining us, two and a half in favor of the Cavs on the road against the Jazz. 226 and a half is your total. I did play the over on this one. Cavs don't, I mean, the Jazz don't play a ton of defense. They score a little bit more at home as well. Cavs, I think, whenever you kind of look at at the way that they're going to to go about this, I think that they're going to probably play into the one, you know, high 110s. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm hoping for here. And if that's the case, I feel decent about maybe this getting home. I thought about playing just a team total on the Cavs. I actually played that in one of these games we'll talk about just a second as opposed to the Cavs in this one. Don't love, love, love the bet, but I know you and Danielle both on the Cavs side here. Yeah, and so the, I think one of the things that is important when you look at Utah, first off, um, they have turned into the pumpkin, right? Like they're, mm-hmm. they have become the team that we kind of thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year, which is a very poor defensive team, relatively high ceiling on offense, but they're not going to win a ton of games. And all of a sudden now they're at the, the outside of the top 10 of the, uh, the Western conference. So that the defense is going to hold them back. Mm-hmm. And I generally want to bet against them with teams that can match up with them down low, that can rebound. One of the annoying things about Utah, if you ever watch them, uh, because they shoot so many threes, they also get a lot of long rebounds, which yeah. is aggravating because that will generally – offensive rebounds already lend themselves to three-point shots, but the long rebounds will make you pull your hair out. Cavaliers are pretty good in the glass. should be able to clean that stuff up. And they are good enough offensively. Darius Garland back. This will be his third game back from injury that they're going to be able to score here with both Garland and Mitchell out there. You get the, I guess you call it an added bonus of Mitchell because it can work both ways, right? Mitchell sure. can come in and want to mother F him and win this thing. Yeah. He can also be pressing like crazy and try to get something done on his old home floor. But I think generally the Cavaliers playing good basketball, match up pretty well with Utah. They played in Cleveland a little less than a month ago. Cavs smacked them. Mitchell was great. I think this is a, a good matchup for the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
We have the Magic at the Blazers. We get a eight-point spread. There's one eight-and-a-half that is popped now on the Blazers at home. 228-and-a-half is the total in this one. Now, this is the one I did play the team total on. I played the team total on the Blazers. I didn't play the... I didn't play the game total here, JVT, because yeah. I didn't know for sure if the Magic going to come along for the ride more than anything else. So I just played the the Blazers team total in this one. Um, you know, look, the, the Magic are bad; they're rebuilding, and and I guess what I kind of looked at in this one, and you can tell me if I'm if I'm way off here with with all of this, but it seems like with the guys that they play, it's hard for them to run and transition and stuff. I think the Blazers kind of get up and down the court fairly well on them in this kind of matchup. I think this there's going to be a lot of easy buckets just with the way that, again, the the personnel that the uh, the Magic have on the court. And so with that, I kind of thought, and, and then weirdly enough too, Blazers kind of coming home. Dude, have you seen how few home games they've played over the last like month yeah. and a half or something? They've only played like it's four home games. Yeah, they've only played like four home games over the last like six weeks or something. So getting to come home, friendly confines, great place to play for them and all that. So I, I played the team total here on the Blazers. Yeah, I, I, I think it makes sense. I think one of the things to watch out for is twofold. First off, second leg of a back-to-back. They were in Sacramento last night, Orlando was, and they just happened to give up a franchise record for the Kings in terms of made three-point mm-hmm. shots. Not very good. And they're also a team that gives up a lot of three-point attempts. That'll help because Portland, of course, 11th in terms of frequency of shots from beyond the arc. So that'll help in terms of a matchup standpoint. And to your point, Orlando defensively right now, uh, 20th in opponent points added per 100 possessions through transition offense off of live rebounds. So teams are ripping and running, and they're not defending it pretty well. We will talk the Suns and the Warriors. We will talk the Mavericks and the Clippers as well to round out the NBA slate when we come back on the other side. We'll also see if there are any teaser options we are interested in in the NFL this week. Some news coming through as well. Maybe might help that Bears team. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.